All right, we're live. Painkiller Nearly, episode 81. I almost called it already, but yeah. PKA Nearly, I don't know what it's called. Anyway, welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Hey, how's it so going? It's, been a, it's, it's doing, I'm, I'm doing really good, but Woody's not doing really good, and that's what I want to talk about. Woody's had a really shitty fucking weekend. <laughs> I actually oh. watched the video. Did you, I watched, you watched one of my videos, Taylor? Yeah. <laughs> it's the <Yeah>. first. <laughs> yeah, I watched the video as well. So um, I, uh, I, 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 let's just assume that this audience is completely caught up and they've seen your video too. If you haven't seen this video and you want to be completely caught up, go watch it. Um, so I want to ask about, so I saw that, it, you know, it cut the boot. Mm -hmm. And that was my main thought when, when you originally sent me the picture of him with the axe. I was thinking like that could, that could be dangerous, but then I saw he had those good boots on, and I was like, "Oh, he's got the proper footwear on. Mm -hmm. He's all good." And uh, and I, I I literally had that whole conversation inside my own head when I when I saw that picture. Um, but to see that boot cut like that was just tell me about the axe because that must have been a good like brand new axe, right? Yeah, so um, <laughs> I did a bunch of axe research, right? And you know, like it. it <laughs> Somehow I got into the Kyle. You you know me, dude. Dude, look, I already look. I, you I could tell this, this story probably, and you don't know it. <laughs> I asked this question because I know the answer, Woody. <laughs> so um, I, I was like, all right, I'm gonna start splitting wood, and uh, the way that I'm wired is I just temporarily get mega passionate about stuff. So I start reading like pros and cons, and I'm going to like forums on people who just split wood for fun, for work, for this, for that. Oh my I'm, god, what a sad group of people. <laughs> there, there's a, guy, a lot of guys who just... They're competitive, you know, chopping and stuff. Competitive chopping, oh. and I, um, I learn all about axes, and it turns out that like there's, there's sort of two levels, well there's a bunch of different kinds, but there's these heavy mauls that people use, and some guys just like a really heavy axe that they kind of drill straight down. It's not even particularly sharp. Like a war hammer. Yeah. And um, and there's another group. It seemed like the majority group who prefers these lighter axes that you swing a little faster, and it's more aerobic than pure strength. You know, like the, the war hammer you lift up and almost let it drop and let the tool do the work. But with the axes we got, you, you swing them a little faster. You know, and, and it's kind of aerobic and they're sharper. And yeah. uh, uh, whereas like a, a mall, like the, the, I guess you sharpen them, but you know, it's not as sharp as what it's, we had. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, but, but that, it's a big difference. Like the mall just needs to be pointed. The, the, the axes that you've got, I'm willing to bet that you could have like cut paper with that axe. No, <laughs> you're stretching it a little bit. I just imagine you honing the blade, like. <sighs> leather belt style <laughs> up and down like shaving a little with it but it was just the factory edge on it and when i saw the boot that really shows you like what happened that that that's the that's the tail that's the tail of the tape right there um to see it um yeah i, I thought there was a lot of over exaggeration and i didn't know the angle dramatizing either. the situation and i was like he's probably you know, nicked his toe, split his toenail or something like that, and now they're at the hospital and he's freaking out. And I'm like, I've, I've had brothers. I'm sure it's something like that. And then I watched the video and you were like, and here's his construction-grade boot that I bought him. Uh, uh, yeah, just cut right through, like three-inch gash. I was like, okay, so this is a real injury. Shocking <laughs> when I saw that boot. I, I, when I saw that, I was, like, I was like, I wanted to fast-forward to the part till we get where we get to Colin. And then when I see you cleaning the blood, Oh, there was so much blood, dude. So, 
I watched that video and I didn't think it was representative of how much blood that was really there. That's, like, that's this is what I want to talk about next. So, do you want to tell the story? Let, let, let me add. Let, go ahead. You want to guide me through it? I feel yeah, like that's yeah, what you I'm, want. I'm go on. Yeah. So, where were you there with him when it, when it happened? Were you nearby? Yeah. Um, in hindsight, like one of the mistakes that I kind of lay on myself is we had split a lot of wood, um, enough to fill the back of the golf cart overloaded, the golf cart overloaded, like a half a pickup truck load maybe. And, um, then after that we stacked it and then we grabbed some dry wood and stacked it on the porch. And I was like, are you getting tired? Like you want to take a break now? And, um, cause I, I had this vibe that he was kind of wearing out a touch. Um, and he's like, nope, I want to keep splitting wood. And with like enthusiasm, I was like, all right, we'll do one more golf cart load. And um, I think that his technique got sloppy because he was tired. Mm. And I mean, it's, it, I've been second guessing myself since the since the moment he said he was hurt. But um, uh, I feel like I should. I mean, that's a common accent. Like I've 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 never hit myself with the point of injury, but I've certainly missed and swung and been like, oh god, I'm glad my foot wasn't right there. You know, been close and stuff like that. Like yeah, I feel like I missed and happens. dodged my leg out of the way. Um, you know, but. I should have made a command decision to be like, you know what? You're looking a little tuckered out. You know, let's just call it quits. But we were going to do one more golf cart load. And uh, and we were right next to each other. I had, you know, like stump set up. And I would pick his wood. I was giving him the easier ones to split. And, uh, and you know, I was right. Yeah, I was right on top of him when he cut his foot. Was it, I guess he screamed bloody murder? and No, and... not at all. Um, really? It was He's more... going to shock almost not almost dude yeah so he uh he instantly said dad i i cut my foot and um i didn't know how severe it was but i was afraid it was bad colin's tough he's really good with pain yeah like but when he let go of the axe handle and it was wobbling in place <coughs> you knew it wasn't a very good sign that's not how it <laughs> happened but uh colin's tough he's not one to complain about small pain uh he would actually never complain about small pain and even big things like post-surgery and whatever like he'll have his tonsils out and he's just like he's fine right he, he's not one to fuss about discomfort and um so when he took this axe thing so poorly it was like, all right, like I, I sort of instantly knew that this needed my full attention. Um, I spotted the boot. I was like, oh no, this looks terrible. But I held out some tiny sliver of hope. That, that he was just scratched under there. That like the boot absorbed most of the damage and that yeah. under it, you know, like- A like, bruise maybe. You know, if it's like the boot's cut four inches, the sock is cut three inches, the foot is cut two inches. Like I was hoping that like that was the progression. And I took the boot off, but not the sock. And I could see like, you know, like I, you guys probably do the same thing. I, you know, someone gets injured and stuff. And the only decision you have to make is hospital, no hospital, right? That's it. And, or really urgent care hospital or no hospitals. Or ambulance, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we can't move you. <laughs> okay, good call. So um, anyway, I, I, I took the boot off, you know, carefully and it's, it's, it's the kind that has like the laces you undo at the top. So it, it opens wide. I take the boot off and I see the top of his foot and it's, it's not spurting. It's not like blood's going three feet in the air or anything, but it's bleeding rapidly. And, uh, it was probably 30 seconds after the ax injury until I had him in the passenger seat. And, um, he's was Jackie home. No, she was out shopping for prom dresses with hope. And, uh, 
Um, so I have them in the passenger seat, but the truck's hooked up to a trailer full of wood with like the gate down and everything. So it took me a minute and a half or so to get the trailer off. And the whole time he's like, daddy, hurry, hurry. Oh my God, daddy, hurry, hurry. Um, and he's getting pale as a ghost, like just pale looking bad. And, um, uh, so I drive around, like I, I get the trailer off and I loop around and I just want to grab a roll of paper towel so he can apply pressure to it. And I don't know where the hospital is. Like we've lived here under a year and, uh, like, I don't really know where to go or anything. So I ask Siri cause that's me. Right. And, uh, and, and she points us to the nearest hospital and I run inside, I grab some paper towels and come out. And while I had, well, that was only a couple seconds, but while I was gone, he, he threw up. He, he rolled down the window and like threw up down the side of the truck. So this is a kid who's pale as a ghost and he's vomiting now and his foot's just bad. So I folded up the paper towel and, and taught him how to, you know, you apply pressure to a wound, like the, the amount, etc. So um, I'm like, all right, you know, he's buckled in. Cause last thing I need to do is add a car accident on top of the rest of this. Um, I get him buckled in, teach him to apply pressure to the wound and we're off to the hospital. And, uh, while we're there, he's just getting paler and now he wants to take a nap. And I'm just like, like in my head, I, I think that the anti nap, like definitely don't do that is for head injuries. But I, I wasn't thinking that at the time. It was just like, it was like a shock thing. It's probably good to keep him awake no matter what. So, so that's what I did. I found yeah. some, you know, we're playing like call me, call me maybe and some upbeat songs in the truck on the way there. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, you okay over there? All right, good. <laughs> and, you had uh, a bad day. The camera won't lie. <laughs> so, uh, so he's applying pressure. I drive, and and we get at the hospital. I had pictured the scene to be like so many movies where I'm like carrying in this bloody guy um, at the end of the front desk, like you know, I want you to treat me in front of all these other people, but. Um, there, uh, well, first I went to the wrong door. They're like, you need to go around. And I'm like, you need to tell me exactly where to go. Like, I don't just, I don't just want to go around. Uh, it said emergency, but anyway, uh, I took in the emergency room. And there was a nurse right there with a wheelchair by the front door, like ready. I don't know if they called or if she just always at the ready. And uh, she's like, you want a chair? And it, like, I had to think it through as I'm thinking halfway straight at this point. And it was like, Yes, that seems better than be carrying him everywhere. So they put him in a <laughs> chair. I'll just drag him. All right. yeah. <laughs> so we, we put him in a chair and they, they quickly took some vitals, you know, and then they got him into the emergency room and laid him down and elevated him. And uh, that's when it was like, all right, now I've got a team of medical professionals looking at him. You know, there was a, the doctor was there, the ER doctor was there within two or three minutes, something like that of us arriving. And the nurses were there, you know, instantly waiting at the door. So, uh, it didn't take long. And I just, I just kept Did giving a big them. amount of that panic lift off of you. As soon as you, they kind of like took him and he was in the hands of the doctors. It was obviously not all of it, but some of it has to, at least you have that feeling of like, all right, I've done everything I can do. I'm not going to go poking around. I, well, it was, I was grateful to have help and it was like, all right, one problem solved, you know, like I needed to find a hospital, get in there in a timely manner and, uh, and, you know, like get the hospital to prioritize Colin, right? Like it, he wasn't, I would hate for them to be like, all right, take a seat over here. The doctor will be with you. Like I, I needed to come in and just be like, you know, this kid's 
passing out. He's pale as a ghost. He's vomiting. He's scared. You know, now, now, now. But it turned out there wasn't much selling that needed to be done. You know, they were they were right on him. So, uh, so where do we go from here? The, the that's probably you know I I isn't the rest of it really covered by your video? No, the 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 first okay. ER doc didn't recognize the tendon damage. Actually, oh. he he was even sewing up Colin. Well, he was preparing to sew up Colin's foot. He was cleaning it out and stuff when yeah. he realized that there was tendon damage. So he called an orthopedic guy and um and from there it almost gets covered by the video they uh um the orthopedic guy like instantly discovers what's up and there is some the hospital didn't have a pediatric division which meant they couldn't do it that night because it was so it, it, at this point it's like 8 p.m so it'd be an overnight kind of stay to, to deal with him and they wouldn't have the staff to deal with pediatric emergencies mm -hmm. so in my head i'm like you want to go somewhere else and they were pretty sure that if we did, they'd treat him on Wednesday or something. Like, you know, they wouldn't get it done. Whereas, and this is in the video, I felt like this doctor kind of moved heaven and earth to assemble everyone to get it done on a Sunday. And uh, uh, that's how it went down. He fixed it on a Sunday, and now he's resting. That's he's, awesome. If you can yeah, barely that hear it. Worked out. He's downstairs cup stacking right now. Can you hear it at all? Did it pick it up? A little bit. I heard a pop, pop. <laughs> Yeah, that's I could funny. open the door. What but... you said that you were in there with the doctor, like pulling on the tendon, like a puppeteer. Where, what does it look? Is it? I picture it as kind of like a creamy white. Mm-hmm. It's creamy white. It's um, it's maybe about the size of a dry spaghetti noodle, but not as thick as a a wet one. And uh, um... it's really tough stuff. If um, like I've I've pulled tendons out of like deer before mm -hmm. and examined. I, 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 the tensile strength is is fantastic. It's 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 outrageous. Like like just, I'm not very good at gutting a deer. So you know I like to ha I hack around a little bit. So lots of things <laughs> get cut and torn, and I'm pretty familiar with how tough they are. And that's the toughest part. Yeah, Kyle's right. And um, uh, uh, also it's almost dense. Like you couldn't squeeze it very well if you wanted to, based on like how the clamp was. Mm. It's you said uh, it was the size of a. Like strand of spaghetti. Yeah, for each. I thought toe. it would be thicker than that, or like maybe it, it, like a flatworm-looking thing. That's how I always imagine it. Curiously thin to me, you know, for for something that like like you can stand on your toes. Like they lift a human body weight, and uh, you know they're especially Kyle's toes. Yeah, especially Kyle's. But um, I love fucking with people yeah, doing that. Okay. Every time, oh, they they cringe so bad. That's actual cringing when you're disgusted. No, no, no actual cringing is what you do like when you hear or see something like what happened to Colin or I guess wincing wincing or cringing that's like the original meaning of cringe and wince is like when you see someone in pain and you're like Ugh, oh Jesus like mm -hmm. now it's just anybody does something that you think is slightly offbeat and you have to be like oh my god I would never associate with them you know how embarrassing <laughs> for them right is everybody looking at them and not me I'm insecure like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah I, I, but um we've Colin was sent home with some narcotics. I don't know what they are. I think Oxycontin, maybe? I'm not sure. Oh, it would be, it's probably either Oxycontin or Oxycodone. But Oxycodone is the one that I see prescribed 
more often. Like whenever it, whenever I'm hurt, it's oxycodone, and whenever my girlfriend or uh, or kitty gets hurt, it seems like it's often oxy. Well, not kitty, because I think I, that would kill her. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> uh, but yeah, he didn't respond well to it. He got constipated, and he just, I don't know. So now he's on Motrin, and he responds too well to Motrin. He's you know, he wants to go up the stairs. He went up the stairs. He's walking around. I like it when, because he's not supposed to move his toes, right? The the tendons. You got to hobble him. They're sti- <laughs> they're sti- just at the ankle. They're um, they're stitched together. So if it'll take a couple weeks before like there's a good blood flow and they're yeah know, they're they're healed back together. He stay off it. Yeah. Well, he just needs to not use his toes. He has a boot yeah. designed to let him walk. I bet that's that would be hard for me. Like, like I, I heard you talking about that in your video, um, and, and I was thinking, like, that'd be hard for me not to be like, I wonder if it hurts if I do it now. Ah, yeah, it does. It does. And, like, a yeah. day and a half passes, and you're like, well, maybe I'm in the bath, and ah! You know, like, it seems like it's such a scary injury to, like, test out. I, I don't know if it's pain or what the Probably scoop is, not. but, no. uh, yeah, he doesn't. He, so. Again, he's, like, a Marine or something. Like, he does... He would never complain about pain and uh, um, which makes caring for him like, I don't know, this is an extra step in there. Like other people will tell you like, hey, I've got pain issues here. You know, can we elevate it? Can we this? Can we that? This guy, he literally wants to split wood again today. He, that He's got to show who's boss. Get, get him a little hatchet. <laughs> Chainsaw. Chainsaw. I... I <sighs> No, nothing. You can't have any of these things right now. I um, The plan is, like, obviously, he's going to grow up and get better and whatever. I, I think it's going to be as long as 12 weeks for him to be 100%. That's three months. Yeah, and uh, it, it's kind of like, you know what? Let's just take a breath on this. Maybe we'll attack it again in the fall. You know, he'll be six months older, a little wiser. He'll have learned from this experience. Um, yeah, let's just... And also... I'm looking for some next level of footwear protection. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Someone posted. It's like metal uh, that goes over the top. And I've actually seen them before. It's it, is literally it f- like for like the timber industry? I couldn't say that, but on top of your fi- foot is a big metal shield. It looks um, it's like armor um, virtually. Yeah, like, that, that's kind of what I want. Like, I, I, yeah. you, you, we're giggling. And I, I get it. It's funny. But a little part of me is like you get a steel toe and then this thing kind of picks up right behind the toe. I, I saw it and the stuff I found looked like it was more for LARPing or something than for cutting yeah, you don't wood. want it to be made of foam. <laughs> you don't want like a, a goalie skate from hockey. That's Dude, so Muay Thai pads, actually, maybe you do. they're foam. But yeah, actually goalie skate for hockey would be, well, it's just, you got to walk and stuff. But um, yeah. uh, Muay Thai pads are the perfect shape, but they're foam. They're designed to protect your opponent as much as they are you. Woody's going to have to construct some specialized armor for Colin. Someone step. told me welding boots were a good answer because they have like an extra layer leather flap over the front. But even I, I just, the timber industry, every time I see those guys, they are like, armored up with all kinds of chaps and face masks and whatever. That's like the most deadly job out there, I think, is President. being a lumberjack. President. I've Come been... on, Kyle. You know what I mean. Like a yeah, not... Patient, not president. Oh, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go somewhere. You're, you're both kind of onto something, though. Yeah. It... People try to kill you all the time, just getting assassinated in the middle of the woods. <laughs> um... <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think it was both, if you think about it. He was a wrestler, too. I think he uh-huh. was a very renowned wrestler. He also uh, practiced law without a degree. 
It was and a different he had, time. He had that like long face disorder, didn't he? Where you have, I like, think I did. Yeah, I've never heard of like, that. It's a real disorder. I don't know the name. It you is have, like lanky, gangly arms. Yep. Your face is elongated. Abe Lincoln pretty, syndrome. Let's call it that. It should be called that. Everyone would get it. Like you know, Lou Gehrig's disease. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the shit, Lou Gehrig. It's yeah, probably named after syndrome. some fuck nobody knows, right? It's like <laughs> the John Howard syndrome. You're like, who? That what? No one knows. But, yeah. Fucking Lincoln. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like we've covered most. Now he's on ibuprofen. He's getting around too well. Uh, you know, I just I want him in a bubble for at least seven days, sitting there with his foot elevated, playing on his iPad, watching TV. Um, it's it was Sunday and today's Tuesday. And he's already wanting to, I mean, he's going up the stairs playing Minecraft in his spot right next to me. Um, you know, he's he's starting to get back into the normal swing of things, and I would hate for him to re-injure. So that's why you know, we're trying to pull him back. On the plus side, though, it's good that he didn't become really gun-shy from the situation and be like, I'm never doing that again, you know? Like, that's so not it's, how I he's wired. That he, yeah, you know, it's funny, he's... He is really sweet. Like he is kind. He only wants good things for everybody he ever meets. Um, but on himself, he's he's just he's tough. He's a durable kid who doesn't fuss about pain. And uh, yeah, it sucks that this happened. I feel awful. But um, I, I I said something in the video that keeps like bouncing around in my brain. Like when I I cut my foot twice surfing. Uh, bad enough that I needed stitches on seashells and I never thought my parents were so irresponsible for letting me surf I had a moped at 15 and uh, it was almost a surfing injury I, 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 was, I signaled that I was going right and then changed my mind at the last second and went left and I signaled it but the car had already started to go around me because it was much quicker and when I turned left the car hit me and I'm up on the hood of the car and then um I made eye contact with the driver on the hood and then she slammed on the brakes and I slid off the hood and I slid across the intersection and like onto the sidewalk. And uh, I never thought for in a millisecond, like, huh, my parents were pretty irresponsible for letting me do this. No, I, f I messed up. Like I, I was a bad driver and I got hit. And, um, but as it's reversed and now I'm the parent, I haven't thought anything but like maybe he was too young to let him do this. I, I don't know. He helped me Have with you the ever, stable. When, when you were growing up, were you ever in a situation, what you were saying inspired this, like where you were in a situation as a kid and you saw the situation getting out of control with like at a party or something like that and even in your like eight, nine, ten-year-old head, you're looking to authority figures like, Is, are you letting this happen? Like, can you believe what's going on here? Like, can you think of anything like that? Like, like birthday parties, anything that got out of control, where even as a kid you saw it, that it was ludicrous. No, I, I feel like I would be the dick trying to make it slightly more out of control. Like, ooh, on a scale of 1 to 10, we got like 8 plus here. You know, can we go for 10? I, Some I, of my friends, when we were, uh, I guess, we were young, and we went to this kid's birthday party, and the only parent there, we were just fucked futzing around in the backyard doing whatever uh, they had like a small woods area mm -hmm. and the only parent there was this this kid's mom uh or stepmom i guess and she was just drunk or something and so there was like like we all just got dropped off at this party by like my other friend's uh parents being like all right taylor steve you guys have fun you know and the other mom's like i'll just keep an eye on him and like, all right <laughs> goodbye and then we just run out back uh at first everybody was swimming 
And so it was like, that's a horrible idea that you shouldn't be fucking swimming. And then this kid just happened to be a very minor league paintball connoisseur. <laughs> uh, I guess we were maybe like 10 years old. And we, he had enough guns for like half of everybody to have it. And he wanted to have uh, a no mask versus mask be the teams what? because there weren't enough Jesus. masks for everybody. And even then, like in my God, like 9, 10, 11-year-old head, I was like, <laughs> this is someone should be here. I'm not old enough to take charge and say no, but someone, <laughs> there needs, someone taller than me needs to come over and shut this down because I'm going to get in trouble, you know, this is transitive property. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. That's you know, what's great. Gonna stop this? Yeah, no one's going to stop this. Just let this pan out, you know? <laughs> Mr. Simpson, come outside! Wake up! You know? <laughs> That's great. So, so you, did you guys actually play? No. Oh. No. They yeah. were uh, They were not like those spider paintball guns like this was so long ago you know those like single shot with like a 20 round hopper like plastic like kerthunk kerthunk where you just put the portable uh the talon disposable air cartridges. it's called the talon so it a ton of those little cheapy cheapy shit ones yep but they still hurt and especially if you don't have eye protection you know now that you missed now that you mention it, my half-sister and her husband and, like, his brother and a couple other people, they went and got those Talon paintball guns when they were around 19 or 20. Oh, we lost Kyle for a second. Oh. And played, oh. and they, they were too cheap to buy the masks. And at the, did you? You got, hello, I have hello, you now. Hello, hello. Got you now. So they went to buy them, and then they were too hello. cheap to get the masks. Hello, hello. Yeah, they were too cheap. Yeah, they were too cheap to get the fucking masks. They they wanted to they were like hey, for the, if we just skip the mass we could have four guns and then you know. We, I bet this is a good story. I know. God damn it! <laughs> Stupid internet. I I hope that five ten years now we look back at this kind of internet reception and just uh, consider it like the Pony Express of of yeah. old. It's as laughable as chemotherapy in the same amount of time Wouldn't that that's be gonna great? be something that we look back on okay I, well while we get him back i did have thought of another oh, one hey kyle can where, you turn oh you, oh you did perfect okay so they bought the guns didn't want to buy the masks and that's the last we heard they were playing without the masks yeah, they're just playing without the fucking mask, and uh, and she comes, she's talking to my dad one day, and she's like, yeah, we've been playing paintball, and, and dad had been playing paintball with me since I was like 13, like we played a lot of paintball, and, uh, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, it's fun, huh? And she's like, yeah, but Steele got shot in the face the other day, so that really put a damper on the fun, you know, he had to go to the hospital, and he had to pick bits of the shell out of his eyeball, and they were like, he shot him in the eye? She's like, it was goggles, and she's like, goggles <laughs> <laughs> we don't got no goggles and it's just like for some reason now my half sister is like a real hillbilly for <laughs> reason but um but yeah they, they were playing without the fucking goggles and he got shot in the face that's essential too like I, i'm just jumping in because like, kyle's coming and going but uh if you think about how you play call of duty like the only thing ever exposed most of the time is your head Right and and caught as a tip of your helmet, but you know you take cover, but your eyes and gun have to pop out most of the time. You get shot. No, oh, most yeah, of most time. of the time. But it it's seems like, like it's in the gun or the it's like the gun, shoulder, or... arm area or face. Yeah. Like the you know the, the the part that comes out 
I'm not sure if I'm getting it right. Hey, I'll do it on camera. Yeah. You don't okay. catch too many belly button shots just because you're not me. throwing that part of yourself out there. Yeah. So you're on the side and, and you just kind of ducking your, your head and gun out and shooting and popping back. This is where you get shot. Your edges get hit a lot. Your edges. Yeah. yeah well, that's a really, really dumb idea. I was thinking of <laughs> yep. another time. Elbows, forearms, shoulders. When I was like 12, we played, uh, or I guess in uh, 12 or 13, we had a pond in our neighborhood, and it would freeze over every year, and so we'd play hockey on it. And at one point, there would always be at least one adult there, but not all of them even paid attention or cared. And so when we were playing like pond hockey, there was one kid from the neighborhood who didn't have skates. I guess he just couldn't afford them or something. And he came out and just decided to play pond hockey with us without skates. So he's the only kid running around trying not to slip and slide and get run over with these razor blades strapped on to, you know, eight-year-old's ankles. And it was he went, he played with us for like four or five straight days when there was ice and snow days until eventually someone had to be like, you can't, you're going to lose all of your toes if just one of these people is a bad skater for a few seconds. Like, no, get the fuck off there. <laughs> he just borrowed some skates eventually. But, then, but how did he do? Because it, it was poorly. Poorly, really? nobody wanted him there. He's the person of like, uh, oh, uh, the guy with no skates is going to hop out here and struggle uh, and also take up a spot where another person could be playing. See, here's God forbid the... you're on his team and you're like, shift, shift, trying to get him to skate past the little stick barrier you did for who's in and out of play, and it just takes him 10 minutes to scoot over. Because sometimes pawns have good traction. Like, I've played pawn. I'm not, it's not like I played tons of pawn hockey growing up. Don't let me lie to you. But I have played pawn hockey where... Some guys didn't have skates. And the guys with the skates, like if they could get in front of you, there was no catching them. The runners are like, ah, fuck it. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not doing that. But, um, but when you're up close, the skates are kind of, they're hurting you, you know? You can't, you can. You think? I, I think that they're beneficial in every situation on the ice. I feel like, like let's say that uh, we, we're talking about rollerblades, you know, just to make the, to, to exaggerate the traction that I have. Um, I really feel like I could use my rear end to push you around and get the puck under me and have you behind me. You know, I, I, I feel like the, the being on solid sneakers is a good thing. And in pond hockey, like, especially if you had to like remove snow to play, then the traction is better than people might guess. So, yeah, it's not awful, but it's, I don't know. Just from that one small sample size of that kid, it is not beneficial to not wear <laughs> skates when you're playing hockey. It's much easier to wear the skates. I feel like I could change your mind if I was on the right pond, you know? If not... you were on the right I can picture the pond you're thinking of when it was like, oh, we're gonna, it's going to be 30 degrees, and then over the course of the next five days, we're going to get two feet of snow, and then you come out there six days later and spend a full day just scraping all that shit off. So it's like that it's like sandpaper-looking like yeah, surface. It's a, the, it's, yeah, it's, it's icy maybe. sandpaper, and that's what we played on. Uh, it, it's icy sandpaper, but the skates still slide over it just fine. It's bumpy, but... You know, and and these guys they can run and they can stop and they can they have like street dexterity, whereas on skates, things are a little more swoopy. You know, I don't know. Maybe maybe a, a well trained ice runner, but I, <laughs> I don't know. I just every time I'm out there and I don't have skates on, I feel like I'm just one over aggressive step before just falling out from under myself and cracking my head open. Like I'd mm. much rather have skates. Kyle's still struggling. He. It looks like he's audio only right now, but he's not talking to us, so... Oh. 
Oh, now he may be audio and video. There we go. Kyle's back. Hey, some more. I, I know people are mixed on politics talk. I've seen people ask for more and less. Oh, there goes Kyle. But um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of results in. I. Oh, yeah. Catch me up. Give me all the the juicy tidbits of what's going on. All right. I'll, I'll list Georgia, Vermont, Virginia, Alabama, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Massachusetts, that's the list of states that Trump is going to win. The list of states that Cruz is going to win, Texas. The list of states everyone else is going to win, there are no other states that other people are going to win, wow. it seems. Well, there's some, like Minnesota, the, the votes aren't in yet or anything. So this is happening. <clears throat> Trump is just about close the door today. Like, And, and the thing is... It's not like the states that are after Super Tuesday, you know, Rubio's known to just run the table or something. No. What happened today, according to polls, is what would happen next time, too. So uh, it, it looks like Trump is going to be the Republican nominee, that today they're going to just about declare it. And then on the Democratic side, it's a little more complicated. Um, here, I'll list Still pretty heavy leaning towards Hillary, right? Dude, all right, so Georgia, Virginia, Alabama, Oklahoma, Tennessee, um, Texas, and Arkansas, all are going for Clinton. Massachusetts is really close, kind of too close to call. Sanders is up 49.6 to 49.3 with only 4% in. So Massachusetts is a toss-up, and he's going to win his home state of Vermont. So Hillary's won everything but his home state, and one's a toss-up. But different... Yeah, so that's not great. Different than um, the Republican side is there are some states coming up where Sanders is expected to win. Whereas, like what? I think Texas, he's supposed to be strong. Um, oh, did I not give him... It looks like he has Oklahoma, too, maybe. I don't know. But it looks like Clinton's going to win about two-thirds of the states today. And that in the future, he has a brightish future. So we'll see where that lands. Wait, a brightish future. So you think that he's very much still in it? That would maybe overstate what I think. Uh, I think that it's more, he has a chance, you know? So you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> like, so, okay, yes. Yeah. So he's in like the pre-death throes of his run. I bet that turns out to be true. I bet it turns out that he's, you know, that it, Sanders isn't done yet. This goose isn't cooked. But, y you know, it seems like every time there's any kind of voting, he falls a little further behind. And that just means that in the other states, he has to start winning by even more. You know, after this, he's going to be expected to pull like 55-45s or 60-40s just to make up this you know gap that yeah, she's been and bleeding. that's not gonna happen right like even if he could manage to pull even with her well that didn't that's not enough she kicked your ass in super tuesday she kicked your ass you know in south carolina you need to start kicking her ass and you haven't even proven to me you pulled even yet so that's where he is yeah and oh. by the way clinton's crushing him in some of these states like in tennessee it's like 70 30 uh, texas is 70 30 arkansas's 7525 like she's just See, this it's hard to know 
like I don't trust like CNN, MSNBC, Fox News to give me an accurate representation of how popular, you know, Hillary is compared to Bernie Sanders. <clears throat> but I also don't trust all the news media that I see online when I get there because mm-hmm. it totally goes the other direction and oversells Sanders in every way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, did this guy ever really have a chance at all? Like, have, was I fooled maybe a little bit into thinking that he had more of a chance than he did because of my sample size and where I'm going for this news? Because, like, if you go to someone who's only been watching, like, Fox News or CNN, they really wouldn't think that Sanders was, like, had a giant grassroots campaign and was tearing it up, if he even was. You know, maybe I'm a little Dude, spotty and all over the place, but I'm trying to explain it. Everything you're saying perfectly exemplifies the way I feel, too. I, I, I just, you know, I get, I'm on Reddit too much. And uh, if you're on there, you would think that Sanders was crushing it. You know, and it, and also my yeah, misleading my sphere of influence, like the people I know, I don't know anyone who's pro Hillary. Yet here she is, winning this election by a ton. So, I a Hillary Trump election? Good lord, that's interesting. I, uh, you said you would go Hillary over Trump, right? I. I'm not denying I said it. I'm not sure. Uh, where I am right now I'm, is just mixed up and confused. I don't know. But I think this will be the one. I'm, I'm going to go vote. First time Get voting. Out. Go vote. Yeah. Now, were you old enough to vote four years ago? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you're going to vote this time. and you're gonna, Yeah, and, I'm going to give it a go. And I imagine Trump is your... Because uh, I can't see you voting for Hillary. No. No, maybe. I, I don't know. I'll probably end up trying to find some third-party guy that I think seems passable because it, it, when the it, when push comes to shove and it's that final moment of, like, click your vote for Trump, it's going to be like, oh, am I, I, I going to be one of the gears or cogs in this moment in history? And it's like, oh, just in case, no. Like, just in case this goes sour, I want to have plausible deniability. <laughs> it's funny you say that. The first eight years I was a voter, I voted for Ross Perot twice. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, you, you, it's what happens, I guess. So, but it's better than like, I don't know if it's like technically incorrect, but it bothers me. Like, if you complain about politics and people are like, who did you vote for? And you're like, I didn't vote. They'll be like, well, then you have no right to complain. Like, it, back when, um, before Lefty left and you had joined us, I made that same argument. Lefty disagreed. He's like, no, 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 you get to complain all you want. You don't have to vote to do that. But, like you, I feel like, look, if you vote, you can complain that that guy didn't do what you, you thought he'd do, or you can complain that your guy would have done it you know, had he won. But you can't complain if you didn't vote. You need to be part of the system. You can, or if, maybe you can complain twice as much if you didn't vote because you didn't even pick these fucking people. Like, I don't agree with that. No. What if instead of voting, what if instead of voting, I frame a black person for a crime to deny someone else the vote? How would that deny someone else a vote? Maybe felons, right? Yeah. So, so you're taking away the Hillary vote by framing a black person. Well, I would think it'd be the Bernie vote, but I guess he thought mm, that too. She's winning in ninety-five percent of African Americans over like forty-five or something like that is what she took in South Carolina. Like. That's the I, I, they were talking about it on Fox News. They were like, "Those are North Korean like numbers." Like, I, we don't even yeah. know what to think about that when we hear ninety five percent of something, so especially such a major slice of the population mm-hmm. and, and a, a, a major slice of the 
the the voting population in that state, and more importantly, um, did you mention? Did you get no. the thing I typed to you about uh, Rubio? Because I think it's important. No. So in Texas, you have to get at least twenty percent of the vote to earn any of the delegates. So if he doesn't hit that twenty uh, percent number, then he gets nothing, and he's at twenty point one. Which means I believe He's on my screen at nineteen point nine. Awesome, huh? <laughs> because because that means those delegates get split between Trump and um, well, not split evenly, but, but they go to Trump and uh, and Cruz, which is good. More vote, more delegates to Cruz, less to Rubio. That I think their plan here is to just ride this thing all the way to the convention and have um, what's it called a contested convention? I think something like that, where like nobody agrees and they have to start like voting over and over. Um, mm -hmm. The last time a president, the last time they had one of those, um, I think it was like uh, when Dewey, uh, whatever, what was Dewey beat Howe or something. It, uh, it, it was that election, and he lost. Truman beat um, Dewey. Dewey the beat last, Truman. No. Yeah, I think so. I think no. I'm not. I'm not going to stand behind that. <laughs> what I do know is the last time it actually happened was in 1880 something. It was um, it was Garfield. That was the last time, and I think that's what's coming. I don't think they're going to back down. I think Rubio's just going to stay in there all the way to the convention. He's not going to care. Hmm. Maybe. But Trump is absolutely dominating. Tonight. I think Trump is going to get enough delegates. I, if he hits that number, that what is it, 1,200 and... Rubio's winning his state, 37? by the way. Um, what did I just see him leading... Did the refresh change it? It might have changed it. I thought I saw Rubio winning in Arkansas. Yeah, it must have been. So Rubio so, was ahead in Arkansas, but now I see it as virtually tied with Trump. So has did the loss of the black vote for Sanders actually lose him anything? Because I saw something just like a snippet online. It's not of, just that. He's, so it, Hillary's, he's, he beats Hillary with young people, and that's the only place he beats Hillary, it seems. Um, and the problem is young people don't go out to vote. So they'll throw those numbers around like, yeah, he took 95% of the vote under 25 or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's 18 people. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like, like all 30 of them. Yeah, good job. You rounded them up, got them out of that fucking stoner basement wherever yeah. they were. And you know, I was really excited for this political series, but then they held the elections during spring break. So I was in Cancun drinking my ass off. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh -huh. It's, um, this is um, this is what I love. This I, this is the greatest uh, theater uh, ever. I, this is on a global scale right now, and it's absolutely ridiculous that that Donald Trump, uh, a populist, which is a term that I, I hadn't heard before. That I, I you know I, I understood what, what that sort of person was, but I had never heard the term yeah. populist. Um, I know what that means too, of course. Yeah, and and that's <laughs> totally what he is. It, it's it's just hilarious. I love it. And to see him crushing them in every state virtually, this is great. Uh, even in Texas, he's got uh, the numbers now that I'm seeing with 31% of the vote in. Cruz has 39%, Trump at 28-2, and Rubio at 19-6. Rubio is slipping even more. I, what is Hillary doing to get the black vote? I don't know. I know that um, when her husband was president, they were really considered like honorary black people. And I, I feel like, and this is so insulting, so I apologize to all black people in advance, but if they knew Bernie Sanders' civil rights record and that was the issue that mattered to them most, they'd be for Sanders. You know, Sanders absolutely has a better history of helping 
black people and minorities. The black man ha- is going to have a better time under a uh, Sanders presidency than under a Hillary Clinton presidency, and there's no doubt in my mind about that. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. also a really, like, it's almost condescending to say it like that. Yeah, that's the like, part I apologize. Oh, you, know the group, you know the group that's going to benefit the most from a system where, uh, you know, Tons. Everybody oh, shares everything, and then you split it up evenly. Uh, the group that's not very productive. The, oh, the that's your. That, that, now like, we're getting a look at the inner workings of your filthy mind, Taylor. Mm-hmm. Woody no, and I. Ne- that never occurred to us. The implication. Disgusting. <laughs> no, the, I was. Yes, just, it is. I, I was literally going back to him. It seem like it makes it seem like the only way a black person would vote for someone other than Sanders is because of the civil rights movement or something. I don't know. It's. It's like I, I said it better than that. I said that person into a single issue voter. But what I said was, it. if that's your issue, then you would vote for Sanders. And, and, and what I meant was, like I, for the under- but I want to say this. I, um, what I wasn't saying that unproductive people will do well under Sanders. What I was getting at was, Sanders has been like marching with the NAACP and you know fighting for equality since the '60s. Like this is a guy who's bona fides. His credentials are just. Getting uh, drug out of sit-ins and arrested, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, he yeah, has and been... I'm saying that if, if that were known, then more black people would have voted for him. But to say that even knowing that, a huge horde of black voters would go over there to his side, like, that's just saying that that's their only thing they would really care about. Like, who's to say that 80% of voters who are black don't even care about this race relation shit? They're focused on all the other stuff. Right. And maybe they just lean more with Hillary. I feel like the most insulting modern. thing I said was... If black people were better educated, they'd vote for Sanders. I didn't say it like that, but it was, you know, if you knew about his credentials in this area, then you'd yeah. be for him. And um, yeah, that makes sort of an assumption that they don't know. No, no, no. But, uh, they, I don't think they do. Yeah, because I, I feel like if not. I were a black person, I'd be a Sanders fan. I, I'm not saying that black people are stupid. I'm saying that black people are ignorant when it comes to Sanders, by and large. They just have to be. It, 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 I'm, I'm like, don't you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, 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 I know enough about Sanders that, like, yeah, he, this is a guy who champions your cause. This is this is your guy right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting to see. Here's what I'm thinking. I, I know that I feel like Trump and Sanders are on complete opposite ends ends of the spectrum. One an ultra capitalist, and the other a, a democratic socialist, as he calls himself. But I still think that their supporters have a lot in common when it comes down to it. They feel disenfranchised. They feel uh, misrepresented. um, They feel like their voice isn't being heard, and they want that outsider candidate. Whenever Sanders drops out, I I, I feel like a significant portion of his people are going to be Trump people. They are going to be so disgusted with Hillary, the way she's drug his name through the mud, the way she's misrepresented his words, the the Mm -hmm. the way that she's went so negatively against him and how she's done it because normally this is different from normal because in Sanders you have a candidate where it just seems like he's a nice guy who does the right thing all the time somehow and so it's he's not a standard politician where the mudslinging even if it's your guy you're like yeah shit he brought up that thing where my guy did the coke back in the 90s and they let him go on that beef and oh damn they brought up that trade deal he signed off on (laughs) fuck you know, you're in your back of your head. You're thinking like he's mostly good. Come on, let it slide. But right. with Sanders, if you're a Sanders supporter, you're saying no. You're fucking lying. You're lying about. You're lying about my guy. You're lying. You're lying. Why how dare, how dare you do this? And you might feel robbed of a, of a revolution. And she is. Yes, she, she is lying. Like she said that he took money from Wall Street. It turns out that Wall Street gave money to the Democratic Party, and then the Democratic Party distributed that money to everybody running that year. 
and suddenly he took money from Wall Street? No, that's not how they. The he de- should have came back and talked and said yeah. that she took she took money from drug dealers. Who's to, who's because, to say that that a drug dealer paid that, that <laughs> ended up uh, in, into into her salary as a, as a senator? <laughs> who's to, to say serve. that like yeah, I don't know if you're going to say he took money from Wall Street? Yeah, he also took money from farmers and whatever. Maybe that's the money that went towards his. Yeah, I don't know. You can't what is indirect like that. Hillary's literally like going to the Goldman Sachs campus and taking money and putting it in her pocket, not even running. Like there's a huge difference. So, uh. um, but but yeah, what I was getting at with that is that I think that when Sanders does drop or whatever happens to him, if he whether whether he has a heart attack and just dies, you know, tomorrow, which is the most likely thing, I think. I, I every day he's on the earth seems like it. it's like wow, he's still here. But I think if he, I think his supporters are going. Some of them, some of them are going to fall over to Trump. They're going to feel like he is their second best. They're not going to see some. But honestly, like. You've more even than said, like it's the youth, the you know, it's the youth that's the biggest supporter of him. Once they're so disenfranchised that their golden boy is no longer in the running, I think that they're going to go from hyper Sanders fan to inactive in politics Some pretty quickly. Some like, will. But I, but I think if you think back to like the last election cycle, whenever uh, Hillary drops out, all of her supporters go to Barack. None of her supporters go to Romney. Like, like, what do you think the number yeah. is on that? How many, how many Hillary supporters jump over on the Romney band, bandwagon? Probably He's, like half a dozen. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, in literally, the whole, like literally yeah. eight. Like, but, but in this case, I feel like you're. I, I feel like that was true on the Republican side too. Like, uh, who was Romney running against toward the end? Uh, um, the the one who um, it, it's the name for like cum in a man's asshole. Santorum. <laughs> Was he running That's what that word means. Okay, I, I forget if it was really him who got second, but um, let's say it was. Like, you know, when Sam Gingrich was doing well at one point. Gingrich was doing well at one point. Um, Rick Perry, that the damn guy they with all the had pizza. A turn at the top. Yeah, <laughs> the Republicans are crazy that way. But I feel like you know when Rick Perry dropped out, his voters went to some other Republican. You know, they didn't go over to Barack's side. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Kyle, just, Kyle nailed it. I think that when Sanders drops out, some of them might look for the other outsider in the race, Trump. I am excited about the wall. I'm going to be 100% honest. I am excited about the prospect of the wall. I'm, all right, here's what I'm actually excited about. I'm excited about the promises that Trump has made because they're all things that the everyday kind of guy can get behind. He's not talking about some some trade deal. He's not talking about some 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 global thing that might happen in, in, in five years or after his presidency. That's what our leaders usually talk about. They're like, yeah, we're going to lay the groundwork for this thing that eventually will happen. No, he's like, I'm going to build a fucking wall, and you're going to be able to see it. You know what else I'm going to do? I'm going to make sure we file charges against Hillary Clinton. I'm going to make that happen, too. And, he just, and you're like, yeah, yeah, this sounds like the best reality show ever. I, the, apprentice to, the Apprentice, the executive decision is going to be great this year. Dude, he is going to break so many promises. I'm a little disappointed already. You know, he hasn't even won the election yet, but I'm already like, dude, like... Uh, He's only got to build a thousand right now, or like Bernie. What'd you say? You're talking about Sanders or Trump right now? Trump. I'm talking about Trump. Trump. He might build the wall. That one is so like gonna build a wall essential to his entire platform. The wall and Trump is synonymous. Have you heard them at his rallies when they start chanting it? It's great. (laughs) Like like, 
I, I've been listening to a lot of his rallies lately. I, I've been a ton of Fox News and then I've been in my truck a lot. And um, I'll tell you one thing. He's talking off the top of his head most of the time. He's got bullet points, but his speeches are different every time. A little bit different. And you can tell that it, it, he's talking off the top of his head. He's not reading the teleprompter. Mm -hmm. You listen to um, – I, I I watched um, Triumph the Insult comic dog. Um, mm -hmm. He does. He did some election coverage where he literally stalks Cruz and like hurls insults at him, and it's it's pretty funny. <laughs> and he, he follows him from rally to rally. Same ver speech verbatim, and like every even the delivery, you know, it's a well practiced, well oiled machine. Trump's not like that. At at virtually every rally, he throws out a protester, and he, he's like, "Oh, what do we got? Some protesters." Get them out! Get them out! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to be on TV. They got to be on TV. Yeah, out. All right, now we're rid of them. And then he'll bring up the wall. We're, and, and then all of a sudden you hear it. Build the wall! Build the wall! And it's it's shaking the it's building. It's the new drill, baby, drill. Thousand of them. There's 35,000 people going to these Trump rallies. It's ridiculous. I want to go to one. That would be a really fun PKA trip. Let's <laughs> go to a Trump rally. Dude, I'm down. I would love to go to a Trump rally. And, and like, we're not journalists by any means. But Let's go to the inauguration if he gets elected. <laughs> I, would, uh, I want to go to a Trump rally. I'm going to look into that because they really do look like a fun time. Um, I, I, I don't support him as a candidate. I, I, I can't because I just, you know, he's, he's a reality star. And that alone is just enough for me i, I don't but know then, um, so on far one side, that almost makes him better because it's like so many of these politicians <laughs> they've been doing that their whole lives like, i will at least say he did something else the upside of trump like the job is actually to to run a large organization trump's done that you know trump actually operates in a lot of businesses of delegating yeah he, he delegates and he has to like manage communication between divisions and you know running a large company is not the same as running a government but at least he has that. When we were talking about um, Ben Carson, and mm. by the way, he was like lead, tie for the lead at one point. It was like this guy's managerial experience seems to extend to leading a six-man surgical team. Mm -hmm. I, he is in no way qualified to run a government. Mm -mm. And uh, even Trump is perhaps the least qualified person in my lifetime. But... What? No. I mean... Obama was a what like one year as a senator, right? Yes. Obama had, and he spent that uh, like you know running for president. Obama had been a state senator. He had been a Patty, um, mm -hmm. and he had been a um, a United States yeah, senator. Yeah, but that I don't even okay, I mean, I, state wait, senator wait. as like experience on the level of president. That's like being like, how'd that guy make it in the NFL? Well, he played some pee wee, and then he played with his junior high team, and here we are. It's like, well, wait, no. Well, and, and he was also in the Senate. There's a huge gap of skill that you need to find in between those two points. And Kyle's right. He didn't even serve a full Senate term. So he was like, like I think he was a real senator for like two years. And then we'll say the next two years were devoted to running for president. So yeah. probably the biggest you rookie ever to get voted state, in. Can you confirm he was a state senator? Because uh, like, Let me see. I, I don't think a, he was. He was a state something. I listened to a lot of Sean Hannity tearing this guy down, and from what I understand, he was a community organizer with someone named Saul Alinsky. God, he, he just programmed it into oh, my yeah. head. And, mm. and, um, and, uh, um, he was a member of the Illinois Senate for seven years. Okay. As, as a senator? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Making sure. Yeah, and then mail he was a United States. Your mail room. Yeah. <laughs> he was a United States senator for almost four years. He was just a few months shy of four years. 
but we also that's know that some of that time was spent running. I feel like that's, you know. Yeah. But but let's. Yeah, that community organizer thing I always thought was a little bullshit. They made it seem like he went from community organizer to president. Like, I, I'm, let's pretend that Trump at one point worked at a shoe store putting, you know, selling shoes and putting them on people's feet. You can't be like, oh, sure, Al Bundy over here is running. No, he's done a lot since then. You know, like he's, he's done lots of speeches. He's been a, a state senator. He's been a United States senator. You can't just peg him by his first job. Well, well no, but I, you're not taking him by his first job so much as you are comparing his prerequisite achievements to that of other presidents and realizing, oh, that's kind of standard that we had set for what you had to do to get to this most of the time, to this status. He just blew right past it. Like Typically, you're a senator for a little longer or governor. There were some generals. What? Typically, I was, I was saying typically you're a senator for longer or governor. Um, I say, I, what about, there were a couple guys who were generals, right? Like, I, I feel like Trump's kind of a general, a you know, I, you know, he's, he's probably, I feel like Trump has the experience now that I think about it. Why not? I, I really don't think political experience is what we want in our president. I, I'd like to see some new and innovative ideas. I want to see some interesting shit come out of the white house. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, so I'm going to be tacky, very tacky. I can't tell you goes. what it is, but there's going to be a thing. So like, the, like you've seen it, the Senate and the government has tons of rules, lots of rules that I barely understand. Like the whole filibuster thing, the, the, the idea that you can talk for this long, the idea that you can hold things up in committees. I feel like Trump is going to be a real rookie dealing with experts at fucking up government, you know? And, and if people didn't support him, and so far he has no support, even from Republicans, that it might be really hard for him to be successful because he doesn't know a damn thing about how government works. Do you Trump think that is, someone uh, like Putin would respect him more, though, in dealings? Trump, Trump already said, uh, Putin had a statement. It was something, uh, he said, I think he called Trump colorful or <laughs> like that. But then he said that he, he welcomed um, Trump's words or something about, he welcomed that Trump had said that under his presidency, he'd have better relations with Russia. And, and he said he looked forward to that or something like that. It was not a condemnation sort of thing. He wasn't, okay. he wasn't like, who is this Mr. Trump? No, I, I, I want him to lose so I can continue watching his stupid show. It wasn't anything like that. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah, Trump's all right. I but can't I'm, picture him playing nice with Sanders or Clinton, Putin. Like I feel like he would just totally take advantage. Have of you guys watched Sanders. Occupied? No, but I, I I'm going to have to. You know, I I, I I picked up a new show of my own. Um, that's not as good, I'm sure. I I um I only mention it because uh, I don't think this is a spoiler, but the the Russians invade Norway, kind of, and um, it's clear that they consider the leader of Norway to be a little bit milk toast, a little bit you know, too squishy and nice and kind. And uh, um, I feel like that somewhat exists in the real world too. That if Oh, know, definitely. If, if yeah. they were to get Sanders, I think they'd be like, oh yeah, well, here's our plan. First we meet in the middle and then we meet in the next middle and then we meet in the next middle because he has no backbone, you know, and, and they'll get almost yeah. everything they want. And I feel like he would just show up and like the king of Saudi Arabia would be there sitting across from him being like, uh, oh, you brought all 10 helicopters. Oh, perfect. Here's a billion dollars. Oh, I thought we agreed on two billion dollars. Oh, <laughs> you thought wrong, buddy. 
you know, and then oh, just kick him out. You of really there. think an Arab is is gonna Oy get vey. get it over <laughs> on a Jew? I, I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. Like, it's like gonna, if it it's comes, a battle, timeless battle. <laughs> <laughs> It's a rivalry. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to like buying and selling things, money lending, that sort of thing, like Sanders would have that under under control. That's that's just what I think. I, I, Sanders is going to be out of his thing soon. It's a shame that his revolution didn't take fire, but it's it, the young people just don't vote. Specifically, young white internet people seemingly don't vote, and it's a shame. I was hoping you guys would vote, um, and that the Sanders guy would at least embarrass Hillary Clinton and Crippler. So I'm looking at this thing. I think Chiz is writing it for us. They've got Trump winning five states, Clinton winning six states, Cruz mm. winning only Texas, and Sanders winning only Vermont. But I think that they're leaving out some of the close ones. Like Cruz is leading Oklahoma in Oklahoma. Arkansas. Arkansas, too. I don't know about I don't know what the vote is. I know it's close, though. Um, Cruz is leading in Oklahoma when I looked. In Arkansas, Trump is leading by about two and a half percent. I see Rubio still below that twenty percent mark in Texas and dropping to nineteen point two percent now. <laughs> really? Rubio, yeah, it's that's that's a problem for him. I, I might need to refresh. Uh, I, or I mean, it made to that that really 19. is nineteen point two now. Yeah. Like like I would I would bet that that's one of the thing. If Cruz is sitting somewhere, or Rubio rather is sitting somewhere staring at numbers that Texas number is one of the most important ones. I, I don't see how Rubio, is he picking up zero states? Yes, he has not won a state yet. He is 0-16. I, I, they, they, were, they were brought this up uh, a lot today. They're like, well, he's got to win a state eventually, right? And the guy was like, well, you know, there was a guy named Willie Mays, and, and he went 0 for, uh, 0 for, 6, 0 for 16 when, when, when he first started, but then he hit 660 home runs, and they're like, well, we're not playing baseball. Has anyone ever lost the lost the first sixteen states? And like, well, Clinton lost the first six. They're like, but sixteen. <laughs> He's like, well, there's a reason I brought up Willie Mays, John. If you could just let me. Get <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, there's no fucking chance in hell. Um, it's just not going to happen. They're not going to get there the old-fashioned way. They're going to have to have. No. I don't know the rules and and regulations, but I I think they're going to have to have some sort of a uh, uh, a vote or something. Uh, I don't know what the outcome of this is. I, they hate him so much, and not and I don't just mean his opponents, but the the whole like GOP, the establishment, you know, all all of those donors, all of those people, by, uh, the power behind the scenes. They they just hate fucking Trump. Oh, let's see what you got here. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> so they've got Trump ahead in Arkansas by three percent in this thing. Uh, Trump's winning Vermont by three percent, and Cruz is winning Texas by three and a half percent, roughly. And Oklahoma. I think uh, that says. Are you talking about yeah. the Oklahoma one? Oh, I'm sorry. I am talking about Oklahoma, and I re- I don't know how I made that mistake, but yeah, dude, it Rubio can't lose sixteen states in a row. That's the thing that he irritates already has. me. Oh, if you include today. Yeah. 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 If you lose 16 states in a row, you have to at some point be like, you know, like maybe you have, it's not in the cards. You have to win some. I just imagine his inner inner monologue. Come on, little Marco, pull it together. Uh, like somehow, <laughs> I, I, uh, I, 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 a lot of people want. We should probably get off of top politics if possible because we're almost done with the show at this point, aren't we? Uh, yeah, yeah actually, it's been over an hour because I feel like people are going to watch this in it. 
you know, a week later. Listen to it on iTunes, and this will be history, not current events. They should have been Patreons. They should have been Patreons. Consider it. You're missing out on the, the, the gorgeousness of my new haircut. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, did you hurt yourself? A little. Are you okay? Colin wouldn't have winced at that. <laughs> I, I I was more wincing at the fact that I had done something stupid and like like ground Ooh. a little hole, you know, like poked a hole in my hand. I was just like, well, that was dumb. <laughs> That's a good little hole. Where'd you put, did you do that just now? How? With what? A with, Glock? Yeah, I was just like messing, the, the site's got a little burr on it, and I'm mm-hmm. just over here like messing with it, kind of spinning my hand on it. It's very much unloaded. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> very much unloaded. Oh! So you just nicked yourself. I think I'm going to do a three-gun tournament. As you, yeah, you told me. Have That'd you cool. done a three-gun, actually, or no? No. Yeah, it's new to me. I I don't have the perfect equipment, but I think I've got what I need to you know, show up and try it for the first time, except for uh, this, like, this Batman utility belt shit you need. Uh, oh. So I'll have How many to... Mag- it, it depends how the... Qu- There's so many ways to do it. Three-gun is like... It's like saying, um, do you cook? Yeah, cook. I guess it, it, I don't know. There's so many different variations of it. It's it, but it's there's a lot of moving moving around. Sometimes there's reloads. Sometimes there's not. Um, and they always mix up the guns and stuff. Like some places, it you only use the guns that are there. Um, and there's different classes of it. It's it's really fun to watch. But I've just never I done. No, a little bit. I know that you move a lot. He said that that was kind of the fun. He's like, you can go to the range and you shoot paper and it's dull. And after a while, you're like, all right, let's go. The fun wore out. But he's like, this is almost military. You're like walking and shooting and hitting things, and the things react and move, and it sounded cool. Um, but I don't think I thought it was going to be a week from now. It looks like it might be in May, so I'm a little mixed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to register and I couldn't find the thing a week from now. But I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. I'll try three gun, and I don't expect to do well, but maybe it'll be something I enjoy doing again. Yeah, it'll be fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I guess that's PKA episode 81, or Painkiller Nearly episode 81. PKN. Can't stop the Trump. Can't. (laughs) Doesn't look like it. All right. Thanks, guys.